Professor Lee. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, DJ Professor Lee, coming at you one time here on a Thursday evening. That's right. If you hear the sound of my voice, you know what time it is. It's time for the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. That's what time it is. And tonight we have got a lot of stuff packed into an hour and a half. That's right. That's how long we're going to be with you. We're going to be here with you from 7 o'clock right, uh, right on up until about, oh, I don't know, about 8.30 or so. Yeah, we've got a couple of things going on going on, going on here. I'm going to have a good friend and DJ uh, Lou Paris in the studio on the phone with us. And he's going to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in his neck of the woods and also some things that uh, are of interest to him these days. So yeah, definitely hang in. Uh, he's going to probably be coming on the air with me somewhere around 7.15-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish or so. And uh, yeah, I can't, I'm looking forward to that because uh, this guy has a lot of knowledge uh, in the DJ world and beyond. But what else is going on? Well, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. We've got some music for you, of course. Tonight's theme is going to be Motown. So we'll be playing pure Motown for the most part. When I say pure Motown, uh, I am going to throw in a couple of artists who have uh, done some covers for some popular Motown tracks because I like the I like the new uh, I like the covers almost as much as I like the originals. So um, yeah, we're going to do a little bit to kind of spread the wealth, if you know what I mean. And uh, what else we got? Yeah, we're going to do a little we'll do a little update of what's going on here in our neck of the woods uh, regarding the COVID thing and you know how we stand with all of that. We'll also talk a little bit about dancing that's right dancing is a big thing <laughs> we're not doing much of it these days so um, we're just trying to uh, you know make sure we stay healthy and make sure we follow the rules that we're supposed to follow and I think we're doing a pretty good job with that at any rate let's get into some music here and then I'll come back and talk to you a little bit more on the TTT radio network and like I say I am your boy DJ Professor Lee
I'd like starting off the evening with a little bit of Junior Walker and the All-Stars. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, even if uh, you're too young to really get into that kind of music, I think you'll have to agree that Junior Walker's and the All-Stars is like, you know, it's a, it's a timeless, it's a timeless type of music. And uh, they come by that, that, uh, <laughs> that Motown sound pretty honestly, I have to say. So what's been going on? What's been going on? Well, down here in my neck of the woods, wait a minute, hold on one second. Yeah, just had to check something out real quick. Yeah, down here in my neck of the woods, which is down in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, we, um, yeah, we're solidly into the phase two of the, you know, reopening everything and um, feeling pretty good. I mean, I, I, last week, I when I was on the air, I mentioned that my wife and I had had a chance to go out to dinner and had a nice little, uh, nice little meal. And in a nice restaurant, we were actually able to sit inside. The first part of it, you know, when they rolled things out a couple of weeks ago, you could go in to the restaurant, but there was limited seating inside and unlimited seating outside because they could keep people, uh, you know, a good distance apart. And then they said, okay, well, we can allow a few more people inside. And so we took our daughter out for our, her birthday and had a nice, nice, nice dinner you know, right on, right in the marina there. So that was nice. And then last night we were able to go to a nice restaurant, one of our favorite Italian restaurants down here, Rosalie's. If you're ever in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, definitely you got to check that out. Great food, great Italian food, you know, and that's, I probably should do a whole segment on, on restaurants and how I judge restaurants when I, when I go in. And uh, every time I go back, I get almost the same thing at this particular restaurant. So I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. What else is going on? Ah, weather is weather is fantabulum fantabulum I I don't know if that's a new word or not, but you know we're big on seeing if we can come up with something new here. But yeah, the the weather's been just awesome. We're kind of still in the rainy season down here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So we had gone through a stretch of where it was there was some thundering and there was some lightning and our little puppy Brewster. He's a he's a Shih Tzu. He hates it. He hates it with a passion. He just doesn't know what to do with himself. So, <laughs> but at any rate, uh, I'll tell you more about him as time goes along. But uh, you didn't tune in to hear me do all the talking all the time. So, like, if you're just tuning in, just hang in there because coming up in a little while, we're going to have DJ Lou Paris on the air with me. But before we do that, I just want to give a couple of people some shout outs here. I know we got DJ Ray tuning in. You got to check out DJ Ray's show. Oh my God. He likes salsa music. You got to check that boy out. Every Sunday, he has an awesome show. And he, he throws it down. I mean, he throws down some some music that is just, it's out of the, it's, it's out of this world. It's certainly out of the universe in terms of <laughs> what some people listen to in terms of their music. So if you like salsa music or you even are curious about it, check out his show for sure. And he's one of our longtime DJs. And so he's listening. What's up, son? And then we have DJ DNA checking out the show. That's right, DJ DNA. He hails from uh, Connecticut, and of course, DJ Ray. He's out of out of New York City. So those are some of our our longtime DJs on the air. We've got a whole bunch of new DJs that have come on the air recently. And if you've been following the fan book page, you've been seeing that we've been adding a lot of resident DJs to the TTT Radio Network. And so I'm, we're really excited about that. And we've got one more coming up. I haven't had a chance to put up his, a post yet about him, but 
DJ Format. That's right. DJ Format is now a resident DJ. Yeah, Matthew Evans from the UK just became a resident DJ shortly ago. And uh, so we got to give him a little bit of uh, some accolades and some attaboys for that. At any rate, let's get into a little bit more music and then we'll come back and we'll be going into our, t- our segment where we should... Probably not right away, but we'll we'll get DJ Lou on the phone here so you guys can meet him and uh, and check in. All right. Anyways, we'll be right back. Vandellas, oh my goodness, that brings back old memories. I know those of you who are like, you know, like youngins, <laughs> you go like, oh man, that's old school music. You bet you're right, it's old school music and it's good music. I love the new music too, but hey man, there's nothing like the music from the century or the time that you were born to just bring back some of those good old memories. And a couple more shout outs, man. I know we got uh, DJ Tom Coons listening in there. DJ Weatherdog, what's up, my friend? Yeah, he's listening in. 
he's doing a lot of good work out there. He's uh, he's busy. He's at work, so he's got us got us tuned in. And DJ DNA is tuned in. Let's see. We're gonna go over. By the way, the chat page is up and running. So if you have not been on our chat page, you gotta head on over to www.tttradionetwork.com. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a chat page there. So check it out on on the chat page you can and it's and it's in real time so you can you can be on the chat page you can talk with me you can talk with whoever dj whatever dj is on the air that particular time that you're chatting because each dj has control of the chat page when their show is on and uh yeah, yeah. Let us know. Also, um, if you've got any birthdays or you got any any special events that you have going on, please let us know. We'd love to be able to share that with others who might be interested in supporting you and uh, here on the TTT Radio Network. So let's put on another track. And when we come back, we'll have DJ Lou on the air with us. And uh, uh, man, I'm really excited. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with him. All right. So everybody hang in there. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes.
right, everybody. Yeah, little Michael McDonald. I mean, you know, I told you that we were going to stay in the Motown mode here a little bit, but that I would bring in some people who were doing some covers and, uh, you know, Michael McDonald's that that talk about smooth voices. He's definitely got one. And I got a guy on the phone right now who's got a really good smooth voice. We got DJ <laughs> Lou. We got DJ Lou. What's up, sir? Hey, what's up, Professor? What's up? I'm doing I'm doing really good. I'm doing fantabulous. Or as, as a friend of mine used to say, I'm doing fantastic and getting even better. So <laughs> nice, 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 nice. And quick, quick trivia on, so you, you picked some really great songs to begin with, but there was a really common joining element of both uh, Roadrunner and Heatwave, and that's James Jamerson, uh, probably one of the most amazing and underrated bass players. Um, everything basically on the Motown label almost all has his fingerprint on it. He, he was such an amazing uh, you know, part, and basically... No, no, James. There's no sound. There's no soul. Oh wow, James Jameson. Yeah, part uh, of the Funk Brothers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I had a guest on. Um, oh wow, almost two years ago now, and and he's from Detroit, and he was telling me about the Funk Brothers. I, apparently, there is a there's a um, a documentary out there about the Funk Brothers. Yes, yeah. Have you seen uh, that? I never got to see it, but I've, I've heard it and I keep on wanting to watch it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I keep on getting uh, sidetracked on that. Yeah, I, I've got to watch it. I haven't watched it either, but they, they tell me that th- those guys were like very humble, um, didn't want to be in the spotlight really. But that was common for like a lot of those Motown and even the stacked acts and all that. I mean, short of really the JBs who are kind of a little bit more in the forefront, everybody else kind of like just hung back and kind of did their thing. But man, like I said, there's so many songs that, you know, from the Miracles, Marvelettes, Spinners. I mean, just so many acts that they, you know, they put their stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for that little bit of trivia. I kind of almost forgotten that. That's good. (laughs) Hey, listen, thanks for being on the show. And I've got a few things I wanted to talk to you about. And I hope you're ready, man, because I'm going to ask you some hard, some tough questions. (laughs) Oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) First thing, tell, tell us, tell us a little bit about DJ Lou and, and how did you start? And was there, you know, was there somebody that kind of like, inspired you in the beginning or mentored you in um, any way? It, it was real interesting because I actually kind of got into DJing that this is way back in 88 when I was still in high school and um, one of my friends was actually a local DJ hitting a few of the schools in the circuit and he essentially needed a roadie and um, you know so I jumped in on a couple events and before I know it I was already starting to spin uh, basically kind of working off of each other so that way we could kind of give each other breaks and whatnot. So, you know, I basically started on the school circuit, went off to college, um, did the college circuit and uh, started doing kind of the house party scene and up uh, through that. And then um, basically by the mid 90s, I was in Washington, D.C. I ended up on uh, WPGC and uh, WKYS uh, 95.5 and 93.9 in D.C., uh, basically the couple largest uh, uh, radio uh, spots in the whole of the district mm-hmm. and uh, did that for a while um and uh, and then i hung up hung up my headphones uh late 99 my it career started going into a, a much broader direction that it was definitely paying the bills more you know djing was awesome but man i, I needed to keep a you know a, a shelter over my top of my head and you uh, think, food you on think? The plate. And, <laughs> and you know back then you know and, and, and it's, i think it's even true today i mean i know a lot of people still complaining about 
especially when you're doing the bar and club scene or the lounge scene, you know, there isn't a ton of money in that. And that was even true back then, short of like doing Howard Homecoming in uh, 97, which I got paid a little bit extra for such a long uh, set uh, back then. Yeah. Otherwise, it was, uh, you know, fighting for scraps, really. Well, you know, it's, it, it, it kind of now... Um kind of ticks off a box for me, uh, you know, in terms of wondering, like, where'd you get that voice from? And I can see that it's, it's well conditioned. I mean, you've got one of those voices, you know, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead and say, go, say it for me one time. I'm going to do this to you. Say, you're listening to the TTT radio network worldwide. Go ahead. Come on. You're listening to the TTT radio network worldwide. Listen to that. Oh, the girls are all falling over. Yeah, we'll go with that. The guys are throwing their shoes. The guys are throwing their shoes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You have a great voice, man. I got to tell you that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, what about, it's DJ Lou, man. What's in a name? I mean, you know, there's so many DJs, myself included, you know, we have, we have nicknames and, um, I suppose that's all good. Um, given that you're somebody who's been doing this for a gazillion years, you, you chose to stick with your name as your DJ moniker. Surprisingly enough, when I started, um, basically till 99, I was actually known by another name. So I was T love, you know, this is way back in the day. Yeah. Starsky love and quest love and all that, you know, started kind of coming up. And, uh, so my middle name is Theodore. So I kind of, you know, I, I rolled with that for a long time. And it wasn't until it was just really weird story. But in 1999, I was working a cyber cafe and um, basically they they had the first cyber hall town meeting where Bill Clinton was doing a a town hall presentation like healthcare and some other things. And it just so happened I had uh, the Fox and NBC uh, TV stations actually came to the cyber cafe I was running. I happened to actually uh, type a question while they were filming me. And lo and behold, Bill Clinton actually answered my question on live with my moniker. You know, my, my moniker was TLove939, 9394, you know, when I was working for WKYS at that point. And no joke, I had death threats and all these things come <laughs> over. I am, and all I did was ask a simple healthcare question. That's oh, all boy. I did, and it was so toxic. And really, from that point on, I dropped the name. Yeah, I was oh, already kind no. of getting, getting out of the music scene, anyways. Yeah, I took a 13-year hiatus before I truly came back. Um, so it was. So I really, I love that name. As corny as a lot of people would, of course, uh, think of you know something like T Love now. Right. Um, so when I came back, I was like, you know, I could go a lot of different directions. And I was like, you know what, you know, lose my name. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to own it, and um, and so be it. Well, good. Well, I think it, I think it works. I mean, you know, I'm I'm DJ Professor Lee, and uh, my <laughs> name happens to be Lee, and I am a professor of sorts. Um, and actually, hey, it, worked, it, it works. <laughs> it works. And actually, there's a story behind it too, but I won't get into it now because, <laughs> yeah, anyways, we don't have enough time. How about we get in a little bit more music, and we'll come back and and uh, hang around a little bit more, and we'll Excellent. we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. All right, so here Excellent. we go. Another day, another night I long to hold you tight Cause I'm so lonely 
So we're here in the studio with uh, DJ Lou. What's up? Hey, hey. Yeah, what's up? What's you're up, here. Yeah I, yeah, I sometimes wish people could hear us talking back channel because, uh, you know, I get all the goodies. I get all, this, all the secrets, <laughs> <laughs> all the secrets that you've gathered over these years, you know. But, uh, no, I can't talk about that. No joke. I used yeah. to work for the FBI. I used to hold uh, top secret uh, SBI clearance. Uh, for a long time. Oh, okay, scratch. I got a couple couple of questions I have to scratch <laughs> off the list here. But but uh, and anyway, so we just we talked a little bit about your name and and all of that. And I, I like the I like the I, I the idea of behind um you know the story behind that. That was very interesting. And um, I, what is your what's your specialty? Last week I had the DJ Tom on, and I was asking him you know, about DJing as a mobile DJ, wedding DJ, and he does a little bit of everything. Tom the weather dog. Yeah, and I had DJ uh, Jazzy Cat on the other, uh, the week before, because I'm trying to bring everybody on a little bit and talk to them. And sure. How would you, um, you know, what's your specialty as a DJ, you'd say? Uh, that, that's that's really tricky, because I, I really grew up on everything. You know, when I, I was young, you know, my sister was into Queen, um, ZZ Top. My mom was kind of into, you know, the whole Motown and disco side. My father was kind of more of a classic rock or what we call classic rock now and um i grew into everything from you know the, the the pop scene of course to getting more into like even metal at one point i've been to cinderella concerts yeah i've been to um you know van halen david lee roth at one time and then i really really sunk my teeth into hip-hop and r&b i think mm-hmm. you know if, if somebody had to hold a gun to my head and say you know pick pick you know, something to get you through. Um, that was probably the thing that shaped me the most. Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, from up to Common, you know, up to, I want to say like probably about the the mid 2010s. Yeah, I can still get into some of it. Not nearly as much as, you know, the, the golden age uh, side of the equation. But, uh, yeah, I definitely, but I, I love it all in the end. Um, you know, Motown sound, jazz, funk, uh, uh, even some uh, some classical, even now and then, just to kind of just break the mold and do something a little different. Yeah, yeah. I know when you when I listen to your shows, I mean, you do have a quite a variety, um, you know, with what you play on your show, and uh, it's it it is kind of a reflection. I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but it is kind of a reflection of the music that you that you enjoy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the way I kind of approach my weddings, too. You know, when I'm uh, you know, DJing for my couples, you know, it becomes a combination of understanding what they want, you know, what, what their mindset is of certain artists that they like or dislike and whatnot. But then, you know, taking my experience over the years to read the crowd and then trying to, to dig a little deeper, you know, trying to go into those, whether it's a B-side or maybe something that was, you know, super popular, but haven't been heard in a long time and really test the waters because mm-hmm. you just never know really what that crowd is going to, to groove to mm-hmm. until you kind of really kind of start digging in a little deeper 
deeper and seeing where uh, the, the chips fall. So it's all about sometimes taking a bit of risk and, you know, d- you know, deep diving into your pool of music and, uh, and seeing what comes up. Yeah. Well, you mentioned um, weddings and so forth, which if a DJ is into doing weddings, usually for the most part, that means that they, they're running a, a professional DJ business because you, you have to, I mean, you have to get oh, good, good gear and all of that. Well, so What's what's running a DJ business like these days? I mean, you know, um, it's, it's, it's it's not. I'm sure it's not what most people imagine. Like, hey, you gotta yeah. you go out and you buy a stereo, <laughs> you, you know, and uh, you hook it up. And <laughs> yeah, what, what's it like these days? Than, uh, it's, well, definitely compared. You know, even just going back into you know the '80s and '90s when I was first started. You know, naturally I was um, you know bringing through crates. Ultimately, CDs after that part. You know, trying to keep. I always try to keep a tidy set up and all that but when i got into the wedding side of the game really i I don't want to say djing is almost like just an afterthought but there's so many other things that goes on at least the way that i approach it yeah yeah same with me yeah yeah so it's it's the planning aspects it's being able to you know communicate with all the other vendors it's the execution of it all um and maybe we'll talk a little bit later about the platform i'm actually creating for it to hopefully bring everybody to that next level mm-hmm. to be able to capture more of that data to be able to decipher some of that data and be able to run your business better and right. yeah that's and that's the goal yeah have you ever and this is kind of a side topic but as you know you're talking about um running the dj business and you know and really having more it's that it's more about it's more than just the DJing, just showing up with a, with a loudspeaker and oh, yeah. and a bunch of music. Um, tell me if you've had this experience, and I'm sure you have, where you have had to rescue the whole event by being the director of other vendors. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> from the cater um, from the caterer to the photographer yeah, to the, yeah, there there are there are, I, I'm I can honestly say I'm lucky that doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to be lucky enough, especially some of the venues uh, that I get to work with here in the Hudson Valley, really have some competent staff. So it's it's a pleasure. It's it's such a godsend to be working for them. You know, at those times. But then there's other ones where you know it could be um, you know they're doing their own kind of tent wedding. You know, at their you know, either a house or some type of um, mansion or something like that, or you get some of these other venues that are not necessarily run as well. And next thing you know, you're pulling in quadruple duty because it's like you're you're part day of coordinator. You're part, you know, watching over the photographers to kind of make sure it's like, oh, hey, we got this going on, and yeah, you know, we got to make sure we're in sync on this. If you're doing say like sunset photos or something like that, so I'm not going to try to schedule something. Um, and you know, it's you know, I, I find it. I don't have to run into it too often, but there's no doubt that there's definite occasions where, you know, I have to, you know, throw, I wish I had some jogging shoes on because then I'd be just, you know, a little bit more comfortable running all over the place. Yeah. Do you find that uh, what helps, you know, given the success that you've had and not having to deal with that a lot, do you find that it um, it's attributed to how you educate your uh, your couples, you know, in terms of as they're going through the planning phase. Yeah, I think it's a it's a combination of the education to the couple itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this way, a not being afraid to ask questions, you know, making sure that they're in a position that they feel 100% comfort with me. But I also reach out to all the vendors and all that prior. So this mm-hmm. way, you know, we're all on the same page before we even step foot at those events. Mm-hmm. And 
when I have those vendors on the same page, it is such a, a, a great experience. Right. Um, there's been plenty of times I had never met these vendors before. And next thing you know, we have an amazing night because we communicated. And that's by far like the, the, the upper echelon of what everybody needs to achieve is that communication. Right, right. Well, what do you say we get into a little bit more music? I, I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time. You oh, can no, hang around no, a little no, bit longer. No, absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's get into some more music here. Get me talking to you. 
guide um, who can get mad, who can get angry about listening to the temptations. And I, I, we couldn't hear it because I actually had it down. I could have turned it up so we were listening to it, Lou. But I wanted to talk to you more than anything else. So I hope you didn't miss no out problem. on it. We were I'm playing not, a ball I'm of confusion. <laughs> yeah, I say, yeah, and uh, temptations, man. I, I, I've spent literally days at a time just listening, just straight through their catalog because mm. they just had so many songs. A lot of songs that people just never, of course, never hit the radio um, stations. Yeah, and they just have such amazing work. Um, it's just insane. Yeah. Hey, big shout out to DJ Tom, the weather dog. He's listening in. Again, he just kind of hit me up over on the chat page here. So it is working, folks. If you want to interact with any of our DJs during the shows, uh, head on over to the chat page on WWTTT Radio Network Worldwide. Uh, yeah, I, I like adding the worldwide part. I don't even, that wasn't even a part of the, the our station's name, but I just like saying it. <laughs> well, it is worldwide. You it's, can hear this uh, everywhere. You can hear it everywhere. Hey, listen, I, you know, you mentioned, you kind of let the cat out of the bag. Uh, you said that you worked, you know, you worked in secrets. You had secret service or a high clearance, right? You mentioned yeah, that? yeah, top secret clearance. I used to work for uh, the FBI, the Department of Justice. I worked at the Pentagon for a while. And the uh, last company I worked for in the area was basically working for the alphabet soups, the NSA, the DIA. Um, my, my last few years was in the intelligence community oh, wow. side of the equation. So it was a lot of interesting uh, experiences, you know, talking to three-star generals, you know, finding, you know, you know talk, talking to the Army Red Team, you know, finding all these, you know, things that are necessary to, you know, run the intelligence side of, um, you know, just gathering information and, you know, quote unquote, keeping the bad guys at bay. Yeah. And uh, it, was a tr- it was a really unique experience. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I'm no longer in it, uh, just because it is a very intense um, thing to just process it all. Um, but the flip side is, I've definitely came out a richer uh, uh, person having that kind of experience. Well, then this next question, the way I'm going to phrase it, is probably going to send chills down your uh, your spine because I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to ask it the way you, I would ask it if you were you were being interrogated. Oh boy! Here we go. <laughs> okay, DJ Lou Paris, are you now, or have you, or ha, or or have you, or would you ever? No, wait a minute. Are you now? Have you ever, or would you in the future mentor DJs? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And what absolutely. do you? Uh, yeah, we would. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I actually have a lot of DJs who reach out to me. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know why specifically, you know, a lot of people, you know, think I, I know enough about tech that they, you know, are constantly uh, hitting me up on messenger or giving me calls. I've literally had calls at 11 o'clock at night when people are having problems with a digital mixer or something like that. And these are like people that I don't even know. And I actually, I enjoy helping people out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so whether that's learning how to mix, whether that's understanding the business side of the equation, um, I, I definitely enjoy sh- sharing what knowledge I have. Um, okay. And I'm definitely nowhere near the, near, uh, the end all be all of this. But, you know, here's my experiences. You know, take this and process your other experiences as well and uh, and hopefully come up with something good. So if, if a DJ, you know, an up and coming DJ approached you, what, what, what do you look for in an up and coming DJ? I mean, how would you decide whether or not you wanted to put the time and the energy I think it would really come down to um, their their desire to adapt 
to things. And uh, matter of fact, I, I'm in the middle of actually hiring two people for my other company right now, and that's actually the same exact qualities um, that I'm looking for. Is this? You could not know how to mix and key. You might not know how to beat match. You might not know about phrase matching. You might not know, you know, the elements of business. But if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to put in the time, um, that's what's important. And um, you know, a lot of us were, you know, came into this industry not knowing much. And, you know, whether it's five, 10, 20, 30 years experience, you know, you learn, you cultivate those ideas and you come up with the best, you know, best of things that has worked for you over the years. And as long as I see those same qualities, you know, I just don't want, you know, if somebody came over and they're just, you know, basically, I don't want to call them a jock, but just somebody who's just wants to just kind of spin music and just all this is like, no, nah, you, you got to have at least a little bit more to it. You know, what, what, what's driving you? Where's your focus? Where, you know, where do you want to be, um, you know, in this grand scheme of things? Yeah. Boy, I can really appreciate that. I mean, you know, when we're, we bring DJs on all the time and, you know, you and I've talked about, you know, different things like this and probably one of the biggest challenges when we're bringing new DJs on is to just, try to make them feel comfortable that we're not attacking their ego when we're oh, telling yeah. them how things work. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. A, a lot, some people do come to the business um, with a lot of experience. And so when you're telling them about, you know, uh, mic stuff, they get like, well, no, I already know that because I'm a DJ, you know, I'm a DJ. Yeah, no, I, I know that you know that. And I'm not saying, but you might not know necessarily. <laughs> just listen, just listen, because you just might pick up something that's a little bit different. So, and that's a given. I mean, be, be it whether you're a DJ or a photographer, or videographer, um, you know, you, you, you almost certainly have some level of ego that you're, um, trying to quell, you know, you're trying to satisfy, mm -hmm. um, and all that, but, you know, as getting in the way, that's when things start to become a problem. You know, I, I've always approached everything in my life, be it music, be it my careers, um, that I'm always learning. And if I came in as like, oh, yeah, this is the solution to everything, then I've lost the game because there could be something new out there. It could be a better approach. It could be something I've not have experienced that now I'll have that chance to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got some people tuning in. And so I just want to say, give a shout out to Deborah Murray. She's listening in. I think Deborah's becoming like a, like one of our number one fans. We've got a bunch of number one fans out there. Nice, nice, um, nice, nice. We've got Tyler, who's a DJ format son. He's listening in all the time and uh, he's from the UK. So he may be, I think he's a young guy. So he may be already in bed right now because I think they're five <laughs> hours ahead of us or something like that. They are five hours. Yeah. And uh, Carol, Carol is listening in. What's up, Carol? Uh, Cargiulo. Cargiulo. I think I said it right, Carol. So. Yeah, Cargiulio. Cargiulio. Is that a friend of yours? No. Um, oh, you just know yeah, that. Just looking at the list. Of, oh, that's yeah, right. You were off. FBI, CIA. You had to know how to. <laughs> you, you Let's put it this way. If I didn't know this by now, it'd be very poor at the job that I've that's done. That's right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a bunch of people listening in. You're listening to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm DJ Professor Lee, and on the phone with me, we've got DJ Lou Paris. Uh, and I'm having a great time, man. You're, you're, you're a great guest. I, I hope you I hope you come back. I'm going to ask you this again. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Always, always. Absolutely. Uh, can you hang around a little bit longer? Certainly, certainly. All right, I got another question for you here. So, All right, now this is a question. This is, I wouldn't say this is the million-dollar question. I actually got to bump that up because a million dollars ain't what it used to be, right? Yeah, that, that doesn't go too far nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the billion-dollar question. Okay, how's that? Um, 
a lot of new DJs coming in, you know, they think they can just go out and get an iPad and start DJing, no. which is which is probably true, right? Yeah, there is some level of truth yeah. to that. Um, but what would you say? I mean, just to, I, I'm not going to hold you to this, but how expensive is it to break into the business uh, now versus, say, 20, 25 years ago? Oh, such a difference. I mean, you, you have to think, you know, you, you go back into like the 80s and 90s. I mean, j just your your record collection alone that you would have to cultivate, you know, easily set you back thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars. You know, I've... You know, the, the collection I have amassed right now is probably, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars And I've stopped collecting a lot of things. And, um, you know, I just haven't had a need for it. So the, the bar of entry is so much lower. You know, the, the equipment that you can buy now is so far less expensive and produces so much more. Like my Evolve 50 speakers are just so amazing, especially for the size, the weight, the footprint that it has, you know, I can carry it around in a small vehicle if I really needed to. And um, it's amazing that even with a moderate budget, <laughs> you can fully go out, um, you know, with a, an amazing setup. Um, the, the flip side is some of these people are coming in, buying some of this equipment, and then thinking that they know what they're doing. And they're super green, they're super fresh into the industry, and then they end up doing themselves more disservice, as opposed to, and I don't want to necessarily say this has to be done, but if you had some type of mentorship, or, you know, you've, uh, you know, looked at, whether it's Brian Red, uh, uh, Bars videos, any of those out there where you're seeing the gig logs of seeing what it is a little bit more behind the scenes and understanding more of the things that, um, that are required of going out as just opposed to just spinning some records or spinning uh, some digital tracks you know it's it's uh it's a far cry and it's a far difference so it's it's much much cheaper but i also think that also basically brought in a lot less quality on the lower end at least and yeah it is what it is you know it's market yeah. forces you know it's it is the brave new world um, right. And that's where, you know, I, I think I at least I set myself apart as like, hey, you know, I've got this experience. I've invested a lot in high quality equipment and all for a reason. You know, this isn't just like, oh, yeah, I just spent X amount of dollars. No, there's particular reason and purpose for right. everything. Right. You mentioned Brian S. Red, which is, um, you know, he's he's kind of an icon for especially up and coming DJs and people oh, yeah, who are just yeah. trying to tweak what they're doing. If, oh, yeah. um, just One of a, the original YouTubers. Yeah, that's right. So if just a, just a little uh, rule, because if you if you get to bend his ear a little bit, tell him to contact me. I've been trying to reach him. Um, <laughs> I will. I, I will. cannot. Guys, I wanted to offer him um, an opportunity to be on our on our radio station as, as a DJ. I think he would just bring a lot to it, but I think he thinks I'm trying to sell him some um, some Tupperware or something. Yeah, I mean it's you know he's a busy guy. Busy. I mean he, he's very busy. I definitely know that. You know between all the videos he shoots and everything else going on um, in his life, he's definitely you know, he, he doesn't have a lot of uh, cycles of just relaxing. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Well, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, listen, before we um, get into some more music here, um, say something a little bit about the inspirations for your show. Tell us about your show, when it is, sure. and, um, you know, how do you think about putting that show together? Because I can tell, I mean, I, you know, you and I, we've talked, and, you know, you, you, you do like to shoot from the hip on occasion, but I just <laughs> have a sneaky suspicion that it's a little bit more intense than that. It totally varies on the show. So first off, for those who don't know, um, I do have the lockdown. It's on Saturdays, uh, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. 
and the formats really vary. You know, there's been days where, you know, I had just a hankering for some, you know, hip hop and R&B in my head. There's been times where- Did you where say hankering? I hankering, an okay. absolute hankering for okay. it. Um, you know, I had <laughs> one where um, I actually have a good friend um, out in Connecticut who was putting together uh, basically a little virtual barbecue uh, that we had. Uh, shout out to Jamal on this. And it was themed The Breakfast Club. And I took that theme into an entire Breakfast Club theme uh, two-hour show uh, for that. So oh, wow. I, I, I get inspiration really for almost anything that I see, um, anything that um, just kind of comes ahead. And to be honest, with the exception of maybe two shows out of every one that I've done, almost everything truly is shot from the hip. Um, I might have like one or two intro songs that I had off the top of my head that I wanted to start with. Um, one, like particularly my funk show, um, I had like a specific order for the first few songs I wanted kind of to address and whatnot. But otherwise, it's just like, you know, I'm feeling this next song. Oh, maybe I want to change up to like some new wave joint or next thing you know, I'm going to throw a reggae joint on and um and for me it's always just finding those common threads you know is there a nice four beat pattern that i can easily kind of come into that isn't necessarily off key or something like that can i do an echo effect to kind of do you know some type of special way to get in from point a to point b Um, but a lot of it really is just completely random and what is in my mind in my moment at that uh that very second Right. Well, I'm glad to hear that you start off at least with a couple of tracks for an idea, because I'm starting to feel a little bit, a uh, little, je- little jelly right here. It's like, yeah, it, man, it, it this guy's... a little exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we'll say this. Um, I actually tag all my tracks that I have used in every one of my lockdown shows. Sure. And as far as I know, with exception of like two songs... Every one of my shows are original songs, so there's wow. no repeats of other songs. So I've awesome. been intentionally trying to pull from and making it, it's a little bit harder, of course, but to make it a little bit more unique experience for each one. Awesome. What do you say we get a little bit more music, then we'll come back and you hang around just a little bit longer? Absolutely. All righty.
I know you like Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, huh? Oh, absolutely. That's really old school. Yeah, I got to play more of that. You know, I, I try to, I mean, when I say that, I mean, more of the, the, the Motown because, you know, that was that was my era, you know, or part of my era when I was growing up. And uh, I'm like you, I, I do like music into the, oh, I, mean, I like some of the current music, you know, I, I like some of the hip hop, um, not all of it, but um, I can really get into music right, right up into the mid 2000s and then things start to... Yeah, no. there, there's definitely a trail off for me there, at least. But, you know, there's I've actually pre promised myself to do an all Motown and stack show. I just mixing it is always a little harder because I am such a stickler for transition mixes. Mm -hmm. So I've always been like, I'm going to do this show. I'm going to do this show. And it's like, OK, I'm going to cop out and do something 80s. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I've got a couple more questions for you and then I'll let Absolutely. you go here. We have. Um, you know, of course, we're all going through this um, this pandemic thing right now, you know, worldwide. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, we're all you and I, we're DJs. And the whole topic here is talking about DJing, per se, and in, in our, our shows. In, in your opinion, how's D, how, what do you think, how will DJing being post the COVID-19 thing? It's, it's going to be, it's interesting. And I think you can see a little bit of it kind of pop up in like the Florida and Georgia markets where things are opening up, um, where there, there could, could still be a, a good amount of time that we're either approach it carefully and have kind of smaller parties and all that and keep things kind of, unfortunately, a little bit more toned down than what we would like versus if we just open up the floodgates, you know, there's a lot of potential, you know, and we're not even talking second wave yet. We're still talking first wave impact in a lot of these areas. So um, I still think we're still some months away before things can get even to a more normal point. Uh, mm -hmm. That I think we all get more comfortable. Where oh hey you know, you know my my wedding uh, just for example my wedding season about seventy percent of my clients have rescheduled for twenty twenty one. I still have a few potentials for this year, but honestly you know there's a very good uh, probability that they could reschedule for twenty twenty one as well. So mm -hmm. this entire year could be a total bust for me. But in the end, I'd rather I'd rather have that and have my couples and my guests safe than to potentially have, you know, points of contention, uh, basically, whether that's guests who are afraid of being able to do stuff or, you know, just, you know, the potential of getting infection as a whole. So it's it, it's interesting. I definitely know some DJs who are so ready to break out and just uh, just get on with it. And I totally 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 get it um but also i'm at least for me personally i'm trying to be reserved and uh optimistic still but trying to also be a little bit uh, real uh with myself that you know there's it still could take a while yeah well what do you think i mean do you think um actual events are going to change a lot i mean do you think the, the, the wedding I, scene I, will change parties that, that is a good question i definitely I, just to give uh, like a preface of some of the couples that i have some of the ones have rescheduled have already indicated that they're looking towards smaller weddings so we're, we're talking you know they're originally between like 150 200 and now they're looking more in like the 80 to 100 range mm -hmm. um so i think I think this still comes down to kind of what really happens over the next few months if things do start to, to fall off as opposed to flattening out what it is doing right now. If they do fall off, I think people get a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more into the mindset that things are okay, you know, mm -hmm. that they can do this without some type of peril happening. But 
if we keep on running into instances of just like we had, you know, California, Florida, uh, Georgia, you know, they had uh, significant spikes. And if the healthcare system can't manage the influx, you know, that could be very impactful. And that ultimately trickles into the industry that the confidence won't be there mm. to be able to have, you know, whether it's guests above 10 or 50, whatever that magic number is for that particular area. So it's, I, I think there's going to probably be some form of shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, to be honest, I think um, any predictions are still a little bit off right now because that could be a very small shift for just some couples or it could be the entirety of couples in the bar scene and everything else changing because people are not feeling as uh, safe as they would like. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what are you, what else are you into these days? I mean, I know you're a busy guy. You don't, you, you know, I, you know, we've been talking for the last, well, you and I have known each other and about each other for quite a while now, but oh, it's yeah, only yeah, yeah. In the last few months we've been having a chance to interact much. And I, I know you're into a bunch of different things. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Sure. So probably the next biggest thing is going on is a product that I've got uh, working called Q. Um, it's actually used to be called Acuity for some time. Uh, some people know it by that name. And it's basically, you know, a, a planning platform for all event professionals, not just DJs, but the planners, the photographers, the venues and whatnot. And um, a lot of movement has happened finally over the last couple of months. I actually reached a fundraising goal that I was reaching for. Uh, it only took about 31 days to actually get there. So it was really amazing feeling to get to that. I'm actually throwing a couple offer letters for some uh, permanent employees, two developers uh, to come on. And uh, with any luck, uh, my first version, my essentials version of the product could be out here, hopefully in the next 60 days or so. And the premium version will hopefully be not too uh, far after that. So there's a lot of excitement, a lot of movement, a lot of talking uh, between the lawyers and trying to figure out all the, 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 the specs of everything that needs to go out in the next uh, few months is definitely a little tiring because I am basically seven in the morning to about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't want to continue to hold you up here. I know you're a busy guy, and I know you'd probably hang around if I, if I asked you to, if I twist your arm, but I'm not, not going to do that to you. <laughs> well, I guess, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, so if people want to reach out to you, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, if I was having a wedding, I certainly would feel comfortable. <laughs> well, oh, don't tell my wife I just said that. I mean, cause I'm married, man. Anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Remarriage. Yeah, so... But anyway, uh, yeah, a couple of people have hit me up on the chat page. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. Let's see. Someone said, oh, yeah, so more time during the lockdown quarantine to listen to the lockdown with DJ Lou. <laughs> so that's Whoever cool. RJ, I'm not sure who RJ is. RJ. I don't know who RJ is. Uh, let's see, RJ. Oh, yeah. Juggling three careers at once is a blast sometimes. <laughs> no idea how you do it. So... What's the best way for people to reach you if they want to get in touch with you, either um, either to, to work for them or just they just want to chat with you? So many different ways. So a lot of people know that, you know, if they friend me on Facebook or follow my Paris Creative page, you know, if anybody ever has questions, um, whether it's about my business, whether it's about DJing, uh, uh, 
uh, ringing out a speaker, you know, whatever the, 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 the cause is, I'm always open to try to help people out. So first and foremost, by the easiest way is usually Facebook Messenger. Um, I do have tons of email addresses out there. The easiest one is probably Lou at ParisCreative.com. That is my uh, DJ uh, site. And, um, you know, basically... You know, anytime, any place. Yeah, I'm not going to answer four o'clock in the morning, but you know, when I have the opportunities, I definitely don't mind uh, answering any questions or helping everybody out. Yeah, well, and also if they can't, if you know, if they can't reach you at any of those, they can also reach you on our staff page on the TTT yeah, Radio Network. Yeah, I think I, I think we have your website up there, so they can definitely so. yeah, yeah reach you through that. Well, listen, sir, this has been a blast. Um, I'm gr- I'm glad that I had a chance to get you on the air, so and also so that you could meet our listeners. We've got a we've got a ton of listeners out there. I knew you've been following this whole thing, right? <laughs> you know, we're you know yeah, we, we topped a thousand. Which, if you look at uh, you know some of the groups out there, you know, like a thousand, that's nothing. You know, it's like for us that was like big time, and we're, we're well, that's a, that's a, I don't care what what size group you are, a thousand is still a big. Number. That's a big number, and we're I'll be happy when I have a thousand paying subscribers. <laughs> On my yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we're storming the castles heading towards two two thousand. But uh, and uh, we're glad to have you on the team with us. And um, so I just want to say from me and also from all of our guests, thank you very much for all the great music you put down. I tune into your show as, as often as I can. So the lockdown, what time is it again? And that's 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturdays. I also always upload an archive of that. So anybody that misses a show can always catch up. All right, buddy. So listen, I'm going to let you go. Everybody, you've got DJ Lou. He was in the house here with DJ Professor Lee on the TTT Radio Network. See you, sir. Definitely. Thank you. All right.
Yeah, we're back with you here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And uh, if you just now are tuning in, you just missed an awesome interview with DJ Lou Paris. And uh, we'll have him back on the on the air for sure. And you can definitely catch DJ Lou on Saturdays at 5 o'clock. He has a show, The Lockdown. <clears throat> Some great music. And uh, he's a really talented guy. So you definitely should check him out. Also, like check out his, uh, his uh, page, too. Um, at uh, Paris Creative, you can find that on the internet. And also, if you have a hard time remembering that, just go on over to our webpage, www.tttradionetwork.com, and uh, you can head on over to our staff page, and you'll find him listed there as well. So we've got, we're actually into the last half hour of our show, and that means you got no place else to go, but just hang out here with us for just a little bit longer. Yeah, we're going to go right up until 8.30. So I'm going to put on a couple more tracks, uh, let you chill out a little bit to a little bit more Motown, and then I'm going to come back with my crazy facts. That's right. If I have enough time in the show, I usually do a couple of crazy facts before the end of the show. And uh, these are just things that just kind of, I don't know, they're just floating around in my head and I just like to talk about them with you. And uh, sometimes they're true. Sometimes they sound like too unbelievable to be true. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to really go out and you have to look them up. At the, a couple of months ago, we I talked about one and I invited people to come back the next week because I said, I got to do some research on this. This just sounds too unbelievable. Well, of course, I got the information right off the internet. So, you know, all of it's true anyways, right? (laughs) Right. Anyway, so let's get into a, uh, let's see, what do we got coming up for you? Yeah, we got a little Marvin Gaye. So we're playing a little bit, a a lot of Marvin Gaye here tonight because it is Motown and he was like, one of the premier uh, Motown uh, performers. So let's keep it going. Marvin Gaye. Here we go, everybody. Oh, 
Michael McDonald there. Yeah, I played a little bit of him a little or earlier. And I said, you know, we're going to play some cover tracks of artists who, you know, they have that Motown vibe and they, they bring that Motown feel with them. And, uh, you know, who better to do that than, uh, you know, than Michael McDonald. So, but anyway, we are now at a point in the show where, uh, I don't know, some people think I'm a little crazy for doing this but i do it and i'm gonna keep doing it until i shouldn't be doing it anymore and i don't know when that will be we call it the crazy facts that's right these are crazy facts i have a little binder here and um, i just pull this thing out every once in a while flip it open to a couple of pages and uh, and i just read you some crazy facts that this thing has in it and by the way just in case i forget you're listening to the ttt radio network worldwide i'm dj professor lee and of course um, if you ever want to listen to our station if you're not already listening to it on our website head on over there and listen to it on the website tell your friends about it as well we'd love to get more feedback about what kind of music you like on the ttt radio network and by the way TT stands for Talks, Tunes, and Topics. So we try to cross all the T's here on the TTT Radio Network. With our programming, we have DJs that provide a little bit of all of that stuff for you, depending on when you tune in. Right now, you're listening to the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. I'm here every Thursday night from 7 o'clock right on up till 8.30. And I just want to give another quick shout out to some of the people who tuned in tonight first of all definitely want to give a shout out to uh, dj lou paris for being on the show really appreciate it and also let's see dj jazzy cat tuned in earlier and she's tuning in now she said she really loved that last track i played that was just for you jazzy <laughs> that's kathleen Kula. she's got a great show on sunday morning so definitely check out her show who else? Uh, we've got DJ Tom Coon, the weather dog. What's up, sir? Yes, sir. And let's see. Oh, man, the screen came up right over the top of my, where I'm talking here. Yes. And uh, let's see. Who else we got in? We got Matt. DJ Loverboy Nelson is listening in to the TTT Radio Network. Thank you for listening in, Matt. We've got Carol uh, Cargiulio. 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 
Cargiulo. Cargiulo. I'll get it. Hey, I should give you a prize if I get it right. <laughs> Did you get that? There's a little pun in that, Carol. I give you a prize if I get it right. Oh, my God. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, Deborah Mary is out there. And uh, again, I think Deborah is, is going to become one of our number one fans. Okay. And then we've got, uh, I think I mentioned Tom. We've got DJ DNA might still be tuned in. I know he's got a lot going on this week. Um, he has a show that usually comes up before mine, but he wasn't able to do it tonight. I was bumming. But uh, that's okay. He's got things going on. And uh, DJ Reni Reyes of New York City, another one of our amazing DJs. And we've got tons of DJs. So if you haven't checked out our website, head on over to the website. I keep telling you to go over there. Why come you haven't been over there? You need to get over there. Man, I sound like I'm a whiner and a criner here. But anyways, you get the idea. All right, so here we go. Here are some crazy, crazy facts. I think I'm going to do a few of them here. All right, here's this is one now. Your life is probably not going to be any better or worse by knowing what I'm about ready to tell you right now. So <laughs> don't expect don't expect any earth-shattering things to come at, out of this. All right, so first of all, it says that a person... Oh, <laughs> this is going to answer a lot of questions for you because it says a person uses approximately 57 sheets of toilet paper each day. What? Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm back up. Sorry. A person uses approximately 57 sheets of toilet paper each day. Ah, no wonder people were worried about getting toilet paper when the COVID thing hit. <laughs> hey, you, you got to have your 57 sheets. You know, the bigger question is who, how did they figure this one out? I mean, were they interviewing people about that? Right? You know, I. how did they... That's a, you know, when you hear these, this is like, well, okay, whose job was that? Anyway, I don't know. That's what they said. Here's another one. This one says, uh, this is number 30, 237. The last one was number 235. I better go check this off here. So, all right. So number 237, it says popcorn or popped popcorn. That is popped popcorn should be stored in the freezer or refrigerator as this way, it can stay crunchy for up to three weeks. Did you know that? I did not know that. That popcorn should stay in the freezer or in the refrigerator, and it will stay crunchy for up to three weeks. Wow, just learned something. Say what? Okay, one more, one more. Then we'll get into some music, and we're heading towards the end of the show here. All right, this is number 238. It says that the first modern toothbrush was invented in China. Hmm. They don't say what year, but it says it was invented in China. And this first modern toothbrush, the bristles came from hog's hair. Or the mane of a horse. And then they put it into ivory handles. Okay, wow. I wonder if the people who actually bought those toothbrushes actually knew that that's what was going on. I don't know. I wonder when they started making them out of plastic, right? Like when you were growing up, for those of you who like maybe, you know, grew up in the early, early, you know, like way, way, way back, you know, 
<laughs> did you even have toothbrushes or did you use your finger? You know, a little baking soda, you put the baking soda or you put the little toothpaste on your finger and blah, 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 blah. that was it? Yeah, it could be. Anyway, I don't know. That's that's interesting. All right. All right. Let's get into a little bit of Rick James here, everybody. All right. Here we go.
Yeah, a little Mary Jane, never heard anybody. And I just to see, I'm kind of reminiscing here during the show, which is, I, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, when, yeah, when I was younger, and I, actually they still have them now, right? Mary Janes, you remember the Mary Janes? It's, it's like a, it's like a really sticky, gooey kind of candy. I, I remember because it, it was like they used to say, boy, that, that's going to pull out your fillings. And um, we would still eat it anyway. <laughs> Mary James, right. But that's not what that song is about, by the way. So yeah. at any rate, what I wanted to do as I go towards the end of the show here, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about our some of our shows. We've got some great shows. We have really good lineups. Um, right after me tonight, if you don't have any place to go, and you're going to be hanging around around 9 o'clock or so, come back and check out Kickback Thursdays with DJ KBNP. He puts on a great show. He's one of our young new GJ, DJs. And uh, he's got a great little studio, and he's uh, doing really good. He's down here in the North Carolina area also. Also, if uh, you're tuning in on a Friday you know, 12 o'clock. I think the show is still going to go on this week, but we have an 80s and 90s classic show with DJ Format. He's awesome. Then at 6 o'clock, we've got the Hottie and the Naughty. That's at 6 o'clock on Friday night. And then, of course, all of our, you know, we have one of our favorite shows uh, with uh, DJ Not Mom, Not Your Mother's Radio Show. That's right. So you got a, got a lot got a lot of lineup coming here right up on the, uh, going into the weekend. And then, of course, if you're hanging around on a Saturday, we're going to be having some new shows, some new programming. One we don't have on there yet. It'll be on there this afternoon. But DJ uh, Not Mom will be on again at 12 o'clock. So definitely check out his show. Uh, he's going to have some really good guests on the, sh on the show. Um, yeah, probably should have gotten him on the year here, but it's a little late for that now. But it's a new show just rolling out on Saturday Saturday afternoons. He's in New Mexico town, or a time. It's a mountain time, so it's a little bit, uh, he's, I think he's an hour behind us. But definitely check out DJ Not Mom, 12 o'clock. That's on Saturdays. And then, of course, as DJ Lou mentioned early, we've got The Lockdown with DJ Lou at 5 o'clock. That's every Saturday afternoon from 5 to 7. And then there's a special event going on with DJ Tom, the weather dog. Yeah, the campground all request dance party. Yeah, if you're in the Connecticut area and you're going to go to that dance party up there, you're going to have a blast with DJ Tom. But you can participate by just tuning into the TTT radio network. And um, DJ Tom will be on at 7 o'clock. He'll go right on up until about 9 o'clock. And then at 9 o'clock, we've got The Hub with DJ BFG. That's right. He's out of Utah. And DJ Lou was telling you that our the radio station is worldwide. Well, it's all over the U.S., for, that's for sure. But we also have DJs from way out, right? I forgot to mention DJ Klaus. Yeah, DJ Klaus. He's Nordic by nature. <laughs> he's from Denmark. Yeah, he comes on before DJ Lou at 3 o'clock. Skip right over him. And then last but not least, before I kind of end the show here, we got a bunch of other DJs. I can't get to everybody. Uh, we got a variety show coming up on Sunday mornings with DJ Jazzy Cats. I keep calling Jazzy Cats. It's Jazzy Cat. Jazzy Cat. Yeah, you got to check out her show. And then DJ Format, he comes on at 12 o'clock. He's got a mixed, mixed, mixed show. And DJ Reni Reyes comes on again at 3 o'clock, so you got to listen to him. And then... Yeah, we've got the wind down with DJ Tom, the weather dog, at 8 o'clock. 
He has that Sunday, late Sunday evening show. So check out his show as well. And then you're back again with DJ Not Mom. I think I got everybody in. Listen, everybody. I've already stayed over my time. You are tuned in to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And I'm your boy, DJ Professor Lee. Yeah, I decided to end it with something that uh, you probably haven't heard before. Probably going to go over just a little bit here on the TTT Radio Network. But that's it for me. Check me out every Thursday, 7 o'clock. I'm out of here. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. And there you were. With sweet love and devotion. Deeply touching my emotions I want to stop, stop And thank you, baby I want to stop, stop And thank you, baby Hey, now How sweet it is to be loved by you Wondering where I would be without you in my life Cause everything was just a bore All the things I did seems I've done them before Cause you brighten up all my days With sweet love, so sweet in so many ways I wanna stop, stop, and thank you baby I wanna stop, stop, and thank you baby Sweet it is to be loved by you. Yes, it is, babe. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Yes, it is, babe. Yes, it is, babe. How sweet it is.